Good Bone Health makes active aging possible. Join us for inspiring conversations from diverse perspectives in osteoporosis from patients, healthcare providers, caregivers, policymakers, researchers, advocates, and innovators. Protect your ability to live your best life. The information and opinions expressed in Bone Talk are not intended to replace the services of trained and qualified health professionals or to be a substitute of medical advice of physicians. You may review the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation's full medical disclaimer at bonehealthandosteoporosis.org. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bone Talk. I'm Claire Gill, CEO of the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation. Joining me today is Barbara Hannah Grufferman, a nationally recognized advocate for positive living and the author of several award-winning books, including Love Your Age, The Small Step Solution to a Better, Longer, Happier Life, published by National Geographic and AARP. Barbara is a contributor to Growing Bolder and AARP, and she has appeared on all the morning shows, including The Today Show, CBS Morning Show, Good Morning America, Dr. Phil, and Live with Kelly and Ryan. Barbara travels around the country speaking to groups on a variety of topics related to positive and healthy aging, including nutrition and fitness. Barbara is the founder and editor of Menopause Cheat Sheet Newsletter and is launching a new podcast, Gruff Talk, in May. She serves as a bone health ambassador and trustee and is also the team captain for our Be Bone Strong team a group of devoted runners raising awareness and encouraging others to prevent osteoporosis and broken bones by taking steps to promote strong bones for life. Today, we'll be talking about the importance of physical activity and how to get motivated, especially if you haven't been exercising consistently for a while. Barbara, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Claire. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about one of my favorite things to do, move your body. <laughs> That's right. And, I <laughs> and bones. That we can do this for May since we are talking about Osteoporosis Awareness and Prevention Month and maximizing exercise for bone health. So here we are. Let's dive into it. I mean, I know that we've talked before about this topic, and but I'd really love to start by giving listeners a little bit more background. So you didn't start running until you were in your 50s. So let's talk a little bit about that. You know, what was your background and then what inspired you to get active? All right. Talk about motivation. What motivated me to get out there and lace up my shoes and start running? Well, like so many people and so many women in particular, I was like racing through life and children and my husband and work and family and neighborhood, community, and everything that life offers, all good stuff, right? But it really does take up your time, leaving not very much for oneself. And that's what happened to me. And I was also traveling a great deal for business. I had even less time. And so I found that as I was approaching 50, and I was just getting out of menopause. I went through menopause like around 49. So I was just about 50 coming out of it and feeling what I like to call the umpy as I was feeling really a little lumpy, a little frumpy and grumpy about it all. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of put them all together, call them the umpies. And I wasn't really feeling very good about myself. I hadn't really been working out. I wasn't eating well, certainly wasn't getting enough sleep. You know, all the things that we really need to feel good and healthy and fit. And, and there I was, and I was walking my dog. And lo and behold, I tripped on something on my own two feet, really, it was nothing. 
and I broke my arm. And I really shouldn't have broken my arm, but I did. It was a very short fall, not a very you know violent one. And so I did get my first bone density test, which did show at that time low bone density, also known as osteopenia. And so, you know, all of this was new to me. I had no idea what was going on inside my bones, like most women my age. And of course, I then found out because I had gone through menopause, my estrogen levels were lower, so my bones were weaker. We'll get into that a little bit more. But long story short, I was really confused about everything. And just as I was feeling really probably at my lowest point, we were standing on the corner of First Avenue on 84th Street, you know, right where the New York City Marathon goes by. And that's where I live. And I was standing with my husband, my two daughters, who were much younger at the time. This is going back 15 years ago. And uh, and neighbors. And we always know someone in the marathon. And my daughter, my youngest one, was holding up a sign that says, go mom, uh, excuse me, go Miss Smith, go. It was a teacher. And she said, mom, I want to hold up a sign that says, go mom, go. And everyone looked at me and said, really? <laughs> you barely walk? <laughs> you know, I know how to hold up my hand to a hell of a cab. And that was really all I was doing for myself. And so I just said, I don't know how, and I don't know when, but I'm going to do it. And literally, very next day, I saw an article in the Wall Street Journal about an amazing man, Jeff Galloway, who started the Run, Walk, Run program, which is done around the world. Hundreds of thousands of people are now using this program to get started in moving their bodies. So I read the article and I decided, you know what? I've got low bone density. I've got the umpies. I'm not feeling really happy with myself. Time for a major change. And I realized I could do one of two things, either put that proverbial blanket over my head and stay there and just kind of continue on or take some action. And so I, what do you think I did, Claire? <laughs> well, thank you for, for all of us. Yeah, I took some action. Took some action. <laughs> I took some action and I started walking. And I followed the Jeff Galloway program and with the walking turned to a little running and then walking, running, walking, running. Before I knew it, guess what I did? I ran the New York City Marathon a year later. And that was my first of 14 marathons. I'm currently training, just started training for my 15th marathon, which will be again, the New York City Marathon with the Be Bone Strong team. That's awesome. And it really, it is such an inspirational story. And it's really important for you know people to hear that sometimes it is just those, you know, those moments in life that spark something that says, oh, hey, I can really do this. I can try this, right? What? There's no harm in trying. Even if you've never ran a marathon, you would at least be walking around and checking out your neighborhood or running around your neighborhood and feeling better about yourself, getting over the umpies, which is really, really important. <laughs> and I love that. So, so that's really good. Well, let's talk a little bit more about why exercise is so important to bone health. And so, you know, we've covered this, you know, a few times, but just give people a background, background rather, sorry, on why people should pay attention to bone and exercise. Yeah. You know, bones are such a, a fascinating thing, really. I mean, they're living tissue, which most people don't think about. And the thing is that we don't think about our bones. That's really critical. We don't. I know I wasn't, and I really do now. And I encourage everyone to give more thought to their bones, not only their own bones, 
But if you are the parent of a younger kid, like a kid or a teen or a young adult, encourage them to think about their bones, making sure that they get the right, you know, enough vitamin D, enough calcium rich foods and are doing the right forms of exercise. But why is it so important? Well, if your bones are getting weaker and thinner, which unfortunately they do just naturally, studies show that there's something called peak bone mass. And of course, the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation can give you a, a website, can give you a lot of information about that. But you know, your bones are at their strongest when you're young and when you're a teen and when you're a young adult. And then when you are in your late 20s, very early 30s, they are at their best and they are doing their job at their best. And after that, with each passing year, they start to get a little weaker, a little thinner if, and that's a very big if, if you're not doing all the right things for them. And now for women listening in, if and when you go through menopause and the estrogen levels first fluctuate and then drop completely and then you become postmenopausal, they really wreak, that really wreaks havoc with your bones and your bone density, putting you at great risk for fracturing if you fall. So this is the other thing is like, you want to do everything you can to avoid falling. That's part of the whole exercise program, which we'll get into in a minute. Because if you fall, you're at greater risk of fracturing something and that can change everything. Claire, you know very well the story about my own mother. My mother who passed away in 2021, she fell and broke her hip. So common, so common for older people. And her life just made a, a complete turn. She was living independently. And after that, she was wheelchair bound. And three years, literally three years later, she passed away because she just, her, her health and wellness and fitness just evaporated. And uh, it was a horrible thing to watch. And I said to myself, even before that experience, that wow. I want to age well. I want to age what I like to call successfully. And what does that mean? That means for me, being independent and mobile for as long as possible, hopefully for the rest of my life. In order to do that, everyone, you need to pay attention to your bones and the muscles surrounding and supporting your bones. That's why it's so important. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's hard to watch, as you said, our loved ones who who suffer from osteoporosis and then, you know, do fracture. And the thought that we could do something about it earlier and that we could raise awareness about it so people know if you do fall and fracture, you really do need to follow up and make sure that osteoporosis is not the underlying cause but for so many women, when we said half of all women over the age of 50 will break a bone due to osteoporosis during their lifetime. So, I mean, here you and I are chatting, Barbara, <laughs> you've already broken the bone over the age of 50, right? So that, that statistic is true. But every time I talk with, with women, that's when I said it's going to be one of us, you know, so we really need to try to do something to kind of minimize that risk and exercise is such a big part of that. So Barbara, let's talk a little bit about the types of exercise. So running is what you chose, and it's good for bone because it is weight-bearing. So let's talk about the types of exercise like running that are good for bone, and then some of the other exercises that may be great for our overall health but aren't so perfectly timed to help our bones. 
That's right, Claire. I mean, you really do need to do the right exercises. I'm a big proponent of getting out there and moving your body. And I always like to say so that people don't get overwhelmed. Like, you know, what's good for your bones is good for your heart, is good for your brains, is good for your mood, is good for your skin. I mean, it all kind of works together. However, the truth is that there are specific exercises you really need to add into your overall program to make sure that you're benefiting your bones specifically. You mentioned one, weight-bearing. A good example of weight-bearing exercise is running, walking, jumping, dancing even. So things like that. Something that you really could do every day throughout the day. I mean, put on the radio and start dancing. Take your dog for a walk. Don't have a dog? Adopt a dog. There are lots of dogs out there that needs home, needs a good home. Uh, it's a great motivator to get out there and walk several times a day. I know that from personal experience as I look at my wonderful dog, Pete, at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there is the second pillar, as I like to call it, and that is resistance training or strength training as we also know it. And that could be, you know, lifting some weights or using, which I prefer to do, using your own body, like doing squats and the plank and push-ups. Those three alone will give you a full body workout. And in fact, I have a couple of YouTube videos they could just search online on YouTube for Barbara Hannah Grufferman that I did for AERP showing these three exercises that you can do in 15 minutes. If you can do it several times a week, every day even better, that's great. And then the third pillar, which we don't really give enough attention to, is balance. Balance is critical because I said earlier, if your bones are getting weaker and thinner, and hopefully they're not because you're doing all these wonderful things, but if you fall and they're weaker the risk of fracture is so much greater. But if you don't fall, well, then that's that's a really good thing. And that's what you want to try to do, not fall. Don't fall, don't fracture. That's kind of my other motto. And to do that, you want to do balance exercises. And exercises really is the wrong word. It's practice. Like you could be brushing your teeth and standing on one foot. You could be waiting online in the grocery store and standing on one foot for a few seconds and then going to the other foot. Talking on the telephone, same thing. Instead of sitting, walk around and then also, you know, balance on one foot and then the other foot. Critical, critical, critical. Those three components. That's really true. And that's great advice, Barbara, because it is some of the simple things that we don't think about that we can just work into our everyday, particularly as we're talking now about, you know, the motivation to try to make sure that you start these things. And as you said, it doesn't have to be something huge. It could be where you set out and talk with your, even with your clinician, with your doctor and say, hey, I want to get healthier. I need to kind of put together a plan for how to do that. Or it can be these simple steps, like you said, walking your dog and doing some things around the home safely that will be able to help you start to build these these types of exercises into your everyday daily routine, which is which is so important. You know, Claire, you brought up one very important thing. You brought up one very important thing. When I was diagnosed with osteopenia, when I first broke my arm and got my first bone density test, something that everyone should consider having as a baseline, 
I did create this program in partnership with my healthcare provider, who is still my primary care physician. I mean, together we decided how much calcium do I need? What vitamin D supplements and how much should I be taking? And then, of course, what are the best exercises for me? So really, he encouraged me to embark on this new program that 15 years later, knock on wood, I have to say is still working for me. But everyone, you really should, as I do, you should reassess where you are, what your age is, what your current circumstances are, what your life is like every few years so that you can make, you can tweak and make adjustments. Like I've added in some new exercises and I've added in a few new foods based on new science and new research. And so it's important. It's important to reassess. Yeah. And as you said, it's taking that moment to do self-care. And that's what this really is. When we talk about taking care of ourselves and, and exercising, you know, women particularly often put ourselves at the very end of all the tasks that we have to do and accomplish. And it really needs to be one of the priorities because we can't do and care for all the people in our community, in our world, whether that's our family members or extended family or our friends or work, if we're not taking care of ourselves. So it really matters to do that. But as we said, sometimes the motivation is really hard to sort of pick up, you know, unless you have something dramatic happen to you. So we've been at But the BHOF, we've been working on some ideas for how to motivate people. And one of those is our Be Bone Strong team. So let's talk about that. So Barbara, we we want to share with people that there's a couple components of this, of the Be Bone Strong team. Let's talk about the bigger one at the moment, which is, you know, near and dear to your heart and your team captain for the New York City Marathon team. So let's start with that. Oh, it's so exciting, Claire. It really, really is. It's been a wonderful experience for me, and I look forward to many years of being involved in the Be Bone Strong team. But basically, yet because I do run the New York City Marathon, that really is a big deal. It is the largest marathon in the world. It's iconic, just celebrated 50 years. It's something that everybody wants to do at some point if they're they're a runner. And um, so we did create the Be Bone Strong team and we get a certain number of bibs, very difficult to come by. And so we're honored to have them. And then we invite people to join the team who really have a story, who have a connection to bone health in some way, either themselves or a loved one, in one case this year on our team is an, an orthopedic surgeon whose life's work is going to be focused on helping people with their bone health and fixing them up. <laughs> so, you know, we've got a wonderful, wonderful, very motivated team. And what they are going to be doing is raising awareness of the importance of bone health throughout life by, you know, with physical activity and eating the right foods and so on and so forth, but then also ra- raising very critical funds for the programs for a uh, bone health and osteoporosis foundation. So it's a wonderful, wonderful team. And I'm very proud of, of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> but then, really right, Claire, which we're really excited about is we, it was so successful when we started it. We said, this has got to go beyond New York City, right? And so we have now created the Be Bone Strong team that is going to be on a platform. And we're going to be sending out more information about this. And in fact, I believe there will be a link to the platform, uh, which you can look for here in the notes of the podcast. And 
anyone can join the team. You do not have to be a marathoner. You do not have to be running the New York City Marathon. You can be running. You could be walking, riding a bike, dancing, any physical activity. You can create your own team or have just your own page. You can invite your friends and family and community to join you. You can create an event. It's going to be very, very exciting. And we will hold your hand throughout the entire process. It's very easy to set up. And we're really looking forward to inviting as many people as possible to join our team. And it's all for the sake of encouraging people to get out there, move their bodies in the right way, in the safe way, and to, you know, encourage others to do it. That's right. And before we know it, like our vision is like the whole world is going to be focusing (laughs) on their bones. (laughs) So everyone is going to age well, age successfully, age better. And um, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, it really is. It's been, we've talked about this for years and I'm so glad that we're actually able to bring it to fruition now, as you said, with this, this new platform that will allow people to help raise funds. And I think that's part of that motivation thing, right? You know, if you're, if you need a little spark and you're wondering what would really make you kind of get out there and move your body, as Barbara said, then having an opportunity to both raise awareness about bone health and the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation, and then to help us fund these programs that you, that Barbara mentioned that are critical. You know, we often tell people that we really can't do the work that we do without individual donors, without the people who are taking time to put bone health and the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation on their list of charities that they really want to support, both financially and as volunteers. And this is an opportunity to do both. So as Barbara said, lots more information to come about both the marathon team, which you can see on our website at bonehealthandosteoporosis.org. You can find more information about the bone team, the Be Bone Strong team, and who's uh, running the marathon for us. You can donate to them. And oh, yes, please do. Efforts, <laughs> which would be great. Or as we said, then you can look into the platform that we're creating that allows you to do something in your own community that will help raise awareness and raise funds. So we're delighted to help motivate. And we're also very grateful to everyone who takes the time to uh, raise awareness and raise funds for us. So we talked a little bit again, again, we're giving this as an opportunity to hopefully motivate people and, and do some really good work while you move your body. But Barbara, you know, when you're not feeling, when you have the frumpies again, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they do, the umpies do pop up. <laughs> what are some of the things that motivate you to say, okay, today I'm going to, I'm going to do this today. Right. You know, first, I want everyone to remember it is never too late. Yes, we've talked about peak bone mass. And yes, you know, you want to get this started earlier, as early in life as possible. Sure, that's ideal. But listen, real life dictates a lot of the things we do and don't do. Right? Right. Every single day. But I am a great example, a walking, talking, living, breathing example of it's never, never, never too late. So I encourage you all, if you've never had an exercise program, just get started. So that's number one, never too late. Don't think it's over. Always get the green light from your doctor before you start any new exercise program. 
especially if you haven't done something for a really long time. So that's really rule and regulation number one. I can't say that enough. And just kind of think about the long-term benefits that you'll be getting. I always think about that on those days when it's a little rainy, maybe, or I just don't feel like it. I think, well, what about my future self? What's better for my future self? Do I still want to age successfully? The answer is always, yes, I do. (laughs) So, okay, then I'm going to go put on those sneakers. I'm going to get out there. Or if I don't actually want to go for a run, I'll just go for a walk or I'll just do something else, but just do it. Just do it. And also find that thing that really helps to keep you motivated. Like, listen, you don't have to run a marathon. In fact, you don't even have to run at all. I happen to love running. You may prefer riding your bike or playing tennis or dancing a lot, but just find that thing that really brings you joy and you know you're getting a real workout from, okay? But, you know, whatever that thing is, don't forget to add in the weight-bearing, the the strength training, the resistance training. Like, I have found a new love and they're exercise bands, and you can buy them very inexpensively, a whole pack of them on Amazon, really, really like under $10. So I encourage you to buy a pack and start using those. You can take them anywhere, do anything with them. They're so easy to use, uh, but they're they're hard to use. And that's the point. They're gonna, you're going to get a little strength training uh, from them. So just find that thing you love. Do your resistance training and just put one foot in front of the other. And I also like to, what, what always motivates me, I also like to see the short-term benefit. I always feel good after I've had a workout of some kind. I have a nice little rosy glow to my cheek. My mood is lifted. I just feel like I've done something so good for myself. And that's the short-term benefit. So just think about all that. That's really great advice, Barbara. And again, you know, it's, we often, Uh, as we said, a million things ahead of taking care of ourselves. And it can be such a mood lifter and so good for us in in so many ways if we just take time to to really focus on that that exercise. So I'm excited. I just wanted to add one more thing to the motivation thing. I was just thinking as you're talking, the Be Bone Strong team could be a great motivator for you because not everybody likes to do things solo. You may want to be part of a team. It's almost like an accountability team too. Like, gee, if I do this, will you do it too? And oh, if you're doing it, I'm going to do it as well. You know, so there's that element too. So think about that. If you just can't get the motivation to get started, think about creating a team with us and mm-hmm. get a whole bunch together and you'll all do it together. Now that's motivation. That is motivation, right? The more we can do, then you're having fun and, and building community stuff. There's all kinds of great benefits that go along with that too. Just the interaction that we all need, particularly after the long haul we've all had with COVID. So that's mm-hmm. really wonderful. So thank you, Barbara, again, for sharing all of your incredible expertise and uh, fun options for talking through how we can get motivated and how important it is to make sure that exercise is part of our daily life. It's really fun talking about the Be Bone Strong team too, both the marathon team and our extended team, which we're happy to find out more about. So we will have links to uh, all of the resources we've talked about today um, associated with our bonetalk.org. 
And for more information about how to keep your bones strong and healthy for life, please visit us at bonehealthandosteoporosis.org. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do two things. First, subscribe to Bone Talk so you never miss an episode. And also share it with your all your families and friends. That's how we kind of help spread the word about the importance of bone health. So thanks again, Barbara. Really lovely to talk with you today. Thank you, Claire. Thank you for joining Bone Talk, the bone health and osteoporosis foundations podcast that shares information, strategies, and inspiration about good bone health that makes active aging possible. To learn more about bone health, to become involved and or help fuel BHOF's mission with financial support, visit bonehealthandosteoporosis.org.